here we are, the race is on. As we begin the 2024 election campaign, let me tell you, it's going to get down and dirty, and the dirt is about to hit the fan. Welcome to Unity Without Compromise. I'm your host, Dr. Steve LaTulip, and I am so grateful that you have joined me today because we have some business to sort out. We are presently in an all-out battle of the minds, and we live in a world where nothing is as it appears on the surface. What the leftists or the uniparty say is not what they mean. It is never what they mean. And what they appear to do is never in accordance with their stated purpose. And so we've got to sharpen our brains and answer a very critical question. How do they think? That's the question that has to be answered so that as the dirt is being flung, we don't get mud in our eyes so that we do not see clearly what is happening. Now, the left, the entire group of the Uniparty members are consistently devising evil plans that they want to enact against you and I and all the righteous people in the world. And at the forefront, the very forefront of this plan is a major PSYOP operation that I believe is being missed by the masses. And when I say the masses, I include both conservatives and independents and progressives, everybody. The Uniparty seems to be doing something to deceive us, and I think that almost everybody seems to be missing it based on the people that I have been speaking with and based on what I am hearing. And I want us to really open our minds, sit back, take a look at the big picture of what is going on, because what I see that the Uniparty is doing right now, and this actually is the, the battle of the mind where they are trying to manipulate us, it is in this, that they seem to be promoting Donald Trump right now, saying that they are afraid of Ron DeSantis running for president. Now, Ron DeSantis has just recently declared his candidacy for president, and he's going to go all out and try to become the president of the United States. And uh, based on the data, in reality, I believe it is Trump that they fear. They want to convince us that DeSantis can destroy them. And that is the psyops. So let's take a close look at the fact today and see if any of this information I'm giving you today holds water, because I don't want you to take anything that anybody says with a grain of salt. I don't want you to swallow anything hook, line, and sinker. What we want to do is discover the truth and unveil what is unfolding right now before our very eyes, because the battle has begun. The race for the 2024 presidential campaign has now begun in earnest, and we need to be wise about what we say, do, and think, and ultimately who we vote for as president. 
Now, the first question to ask in any campaign with any candidate for any running for any position in politics or any other position for that matter, when it comes to choosing the right person, we have to ask some very critical questions. And the first question is, who is supporting who? Now, notice right now, it's easy to find DeSantis supporters, but it's a little bit harder to find Trump's supporters. And so I think we need to take a look at that. Now, if we look at Donald Trump's supporters, we first go to the Senate and looks, let's look at a few politicians. Let's see what the, the congressmen themselves are saying. So with the Senate, we have Steve Daines from Montana, a Republican, and he stated that Trump's term was, quote, the best four years, end quote, of his Senate career. So he is all in on voting for Donald Trump. Tommy Tuberville uh, from Alabama stated that the leader, he, that, that Donald Trump is the leader that America needs. He's all in on that. And so is J.D. Vance from Ohio. J.D. Vance stated that Donald Trump's presidency, quote, marked the first real disruption to a failed consensus and the terrible consequences it wrought. He's talking there about the deep state. Donald Trump did expose the deep state. He didn't only expose them, but he disrupted them. He solely, but on his own, stopped the overthrow of our government. We would already be a fully, uh, a fully communist or socialist nation right now had Donald Trump not won the 2016 election. Lindsey Graham, now this is a surprise, but Lindsey Graham has thrown his support behind Donald Trump. And the reason that Lindsey Graham from South Carolina stated that he would support Trump is, quote, because I know what I'm going to get. And that is a fact that I want to highlight a little bit later. When you hear what Donald Trump says, he pulls no punches. He says, this is what needs to be done. This is why it needs to be done. And we are going to do it. And that's what Lindsey Graham actually likes about him. Now, I, I don't understand how there can be so much opposition between Graham and Trump. But Lindsey Graham, uh, I guess when the rubber hits the road, knows that Donald Trump is going to get some things done that are going to save America. Mark Wayne Mullen from Oklahoma said that Donald Trump absolutely is the strongest president of my lifetime. That is a quote. Ted Budd from North Carolina also supports him. And this senator states that we need a return of the America first agenda to restore prosperity and peace to America. Very well said, Ted, and I agree completely with that. Another Senate supporter is Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee. And she stated plainly, he did it once and he will do it again. And that's referring to the MAGA movement to make America great again. That's just listing a few of Trump's supporters from the Senate. There are others. 
but from the House, now there are seven Florida uh, representatives, including Matt Get- Gates, uh, Corey Mills, Byron Donalds, Anna Paulina Luna, Verna Buchanan, and John Rutherford, and Greg Stubbe. They all have good things to say about Donald Trump, and they base it primarily on his track record, and I think that's a good place to focus. Also, from the House of Representatives, Andy Biggs from Arizona, he just simply says, let's make America great again. He's all behind Donald Trump, as is Paul Gosar, who is just full in on the MAGA movement. Also, Lauren Boebert from Colorado. Of course, she says uh, she is unquestionably going to support Donald Trump. Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia endorsed Trump before he even announced his bid for uh, the presidential um, election. Also, from the House of Representatives, Jim Jordan of Ohio, says he is 100% behind the former president. And Jim Banks from Indiana, this senator, or excuse me, this representative stated that Donald Trump actually transformed our party. Now, he did that in a great way, um, in a way that it doesn't mean that he is an actual Republican at heart, but he is an America first uh, president. And he created an absolute movement that has changed the outlook of every single American and actually given Americans hope. Michael Burgess, another representative from Texas, has states that Trump has a proven record of delivering for the American people. He simply claimed that Donald Trump, whatever you want to say about him, whatever his means, whatever his words, Donald Trump always will put America first. And that is evident based on what history has shown us, because that's exactly what Donald Trump did. And then the last person I'll mention from the House of Representatives, and there are a bunch of them, but uh, Elise Stefanik from New York. And I want to quote her because she, she puts this all together. She says, under his presidency, America was strong at home and abroad. Our economy was red hot. Our border was secure. Our neighbors were safe. Our law enforcement was respected. And our enemies feared us. Now that says it all. That is what a government is supposed to do for a nation for a nation state. We as an independent nation have requirements to maintain our sovereignty, as does every nation in existence. And when those steps are short-circuited, then a nation becomes vulnerable and ultimately the nation falls. And that's kind of where we are at right now, because this is happening to America at a tremendous pace. Everything that is required to keep America strong and sovereign is being attacked by our own domestic government. It's a huge, huge problem. 
and we need to recognize it. So that's just listing a few of the senators and House representatives um, who are throwing, have already thrown their vote behind Donald Trump. Now that DeSantis has declared his his candidacy for running for president, uh, I think that we're going to see a whole lot of people now deciding which ship they are going to jump on. And this is very critical for us to sort this all out. Now, if we look at DeSantis supporters at this time, he has Ron DeSantis has not a single U.S. senator saying that he is going to vote for him. Now, I think that is significant because uh, Ron DeSantis um, uh, is is a big question mark. I mean, he's been a great governor. There's no doubt about that. He's done some really awesome things uh, for his state. And I think he has actually led by example with regard to running a state. But let me tell you, running a state and running a nation are two completely different things. And Ron DeSantis only has five House of Representatives supporters, and these include Laurel Lee from Florida, Thomas Massey from Kentucky, Chip Roy from Texas, and Bob Good from Virginia, and lastly, Rich McCormick from Georgia. Five representatives. No senators are backing DeSantis right now. But what Ron DeSantis lacks uh, in political impetus and support, he gains from parapolitician supporters. These include Elon Musk, who himself is a conundrum. He's a puzzle um, that still raises a lot of questions in a lot of people's minds, particularly because his new CEO, Linda Yaccarino, has been engrossed in supporting the World Economic Forum. Now, that should raise everybody's concern. That is a big red flag that we have to watch uh, very closely because we still don't know uh, where Elon Musk um, stands. I think he's a little wishy-washy. I think he is still trying to sort out his own religion, if you will, his own beliefs, his his worldview, I think is is subject to debate in his own mind. And when he has affirmed that Linda Yaccarino is going to be the CEO of Twitter, um, truthfully, if we can be totally honest, we don't know which way this is going to go. Now, I just got back on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at MD. Uh, so please join me on Twitter if you like. This is my third attempt. I initially shut down my own account on Twitter from being severely censored. Uh, the second time I decided to start again with some encouragement from others, I did. And again, the censorship came and I said, look, uh, I'm going to just end this account. So I, I just posted a medical study that exposed the truth. And sure enough, Twitter locked me down and said I was banned for life. OK, so now Elon Musk is saying, well, you know, we're going to rethink this. We want um, openness in speech. We want free speech, uh, sort of anyways. Uh, so I just got on it and um, and I'm trying again. 
but anyway, let's see where it goes. The, the fact is, though, we don't know uh, exactly where Elon Musk stands. Is he a patriot? Is he pro-America? Uh, or is he totally sold out to China, as Steve Bannon and a few others have, have claimed? Uh, it's a real tough thing because we know that he is very engrossed in uh, the Chinese uh, economy. He gets a lot of support from them. And Elon Musk is not supporting Donald Trump. He is supporting Ron DeSantis. And he's got a lot of money. He is a mega billionaire. Uh, and that's something to take notice of, because it seems that all of Ron DeSantis's non-politician supporters seem to be uh, well into the money, millionaires and billionaires. And uh, these also include uh, the Koch family, for example. This is his wealthiest donor. Uh, they are involved in the oil industry heavily. Then there's also the DeVos family. And of course, Betsy DeVos was Trump's former education secretary, um, but she supports uh, DeSantis. And then also Julie Jenkins Fancelli, who was the daughter, daughter of Publix founder George Jenkins. Um, she fully backs DeSantis. Uh, also, Ken Griffin, who is the CEO of Citadel, and Citadel is a Chicago hedge fund, uh, but Ken Griffin is the top individual donor. And then there's other people of perhaps a little less money, but still uh, influential, and these include um, Jeb Bush, Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney, um, and then also one other, Mike Pence or Judas Pence, as some call him. Um, so when we look at those who are supporting Ron DeSantis, they seem to have a lot of money. They seem to belong to the questionable party. Uh, certainly, they all appear to be uh, non-America first um, people. They just don't stand behind the Make America Great Again movement. And so, you know, what does that mean? Uh, let's also not forget what happened in February of 2023. George Soros praised Ron DeSantis. He uh, was happy to see that uh, he, what he said uh, would happen, DeSantis and Trump are going to slug it out, using his words. And this was spoken, by the way, at a security conference in Munich, Germany. And when Soros praised Sandus and said that uh, DeSantis was shrewd and ruthless and ambitious, um, what exactly was George Soros saying there? Because that man chooses his words uh, very carefully, and they all have purpose. Uh, and we know that the purpose of Soros is to promote a one-world order, and to overthrow every free state in the world. So was Soros intentionally using psychological operations on us by praising 
um, DeSantis uh, or and remember he also said at that time um, that Trump has turned into a pitiful figure and he said that Republican donors are abandoning him in droves now both of those statements are a lie uh, DeSantis being shrewd and ruthless and ambitious well you decide for yourself I think that we are seeing that he is ambitious uh, is he ruthless well is he ruthless to support good or evil? Well, that remains to be seen. Is he shrewd? Oh, yes. Most certainly DeSantis is shrewd. And that's a point to keep in mind. But anyway, Soros said that DeSantis is likely to be the Republican candidate. Now, that is PSYOPs. That is psychological warfare saying that, you know, looks like we're going to have to... Uh, uh, face off with DeSantis because it looks like he's going to be the Republican candidate. Okay. What is Soros really saying? What Soros is really saying is that we want DeSantis to be the candidate because he will be so easily squelched. We will control DeSantis and we can handle him. But what Soros is not saying out in the open, and this is where you have to read between the lines is that he, George Soros, fears Donald Trump with a passion. He is petrified that Trump will get back into office because, let's face it, George Soros is an old man, and uh, he may not even survive the next uh, presidential term. He's just getting old and worn out and he is going to face the God of this universe before too long. And I truly feel bad for the man because he has made some very wrong decisions in this life. And he's going to find out in a very hard way that there are consequences to the way that we all live. So George Soros does seem to throw his support behind DeSantis. Although, let's be clear, this was not an endorsement of DeSantis. It was simply politicizing and gaming our minds so that we could think, aha, DeSantis seems to be the strong candidate. Even George Soros said so. So let's not fall for that. Let's realize what Soros really meant. So these are all of the things that we need to consider. And I think that, uh, you know, it's very important to look at who is supporting who, because um, the people that throw their support behind uh, certain people, uh, they can obviously uh, influence people, and especially when it comes to money. And when you look at all of the big supporters of DeSantis, they all appear to be big money kind of people. They are a lot of billionaires and millionaires and influential people. And most interestingly, none of them support an America first agenda. And I don't think that Ron DeSantis can run on such an agenda simply because if he does, he's in in effect, he is supporting Donald Trump. And so if he does that, then um, you know, he's going to shoot himself in the foot. And uh, I think that's probably going to happen anyways, but uh, we'll have to wait and see how this all progresses. But let's pay attention to the fact that 
the people that support a candidate, they are hoping for a certain outcome. And so we must look at every individual. Now, the fact that uh, Donald Trump has the support of some very significant members uh, of the House of Representatives, as well as the Senate, uh, that that makes me feel good. Uh, you know, when in when we see that uh, Andy Biggs and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Jim Jordan, um, Elsie Stefanik, Michael Burgess, uh, these people are shakers and movers. Paul Gosar uh, took a big hit uh, simply for taking a stand. And so the, Donald Trump has a lot of people who are supporting what exactly? They're supporting the survival of America. Okay, these are the shakers and movers that have taken a stand specifically to promote America, to uphold the Constitution, to say that we are for the people and we want a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. So all three, um, these are the people that seem to be supporting Donald Trump, whereas the supporters of DeSantis are in a totally different field. Uh, they are in a different league of uh, politically-minded people, and it is not America first. So we have to decide what is more important for us and how are we going to deal with these things? And we will have to um, evaluate all of these things because we have to ask ourselves, um, what is the outcome that each supporter wants? What are they going to try to do to influence the president? And can the president be influenced? Will the president be sold out, as is our now installed puppet president? That's exactly what we don't want. And if we get that the wrong man into the uh, White House, we are going to be over. It will be the end of the American empire. No doubt about that. So this is a very critical election time. This is our last opportunity to save America and to restore a free America as a nation under God. Let's think about that and ask ourselves, who is likely to be the best candidate for the presidency? That's what we have to come to terms with. I'm gonna take a short pause and we'll return momentarily. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. 
Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rx nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code out loud at cofixrx.com. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to healthycell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise with your host, Dr. Steve Latulo. Thank you so much for joining me today. Remember that my show does air at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday and Sunday. And if you do want to access my columns that I write at least once a week and my other podcasts, please go to the America Out Loud website at americaoutloud.com. I also would like to take a minute and introduce uh, the return of the voice of a nation. uh, And it's called Malcolm at Eight, the voice of a nation. And this will air on weekdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And then there will be an encore the following morning at 8 a.m. So please spread the word because What we are trying to accomplish um, with the Voice of a Nation is to bring forth the best information, the most accurate and timely information, and to have it with the purpose and intent of getting people not just to hear the latest news, but to analyze it and to develop a course of action for every single one of us. And that is so important in this time where we are truly in the battle of our lives uh, for our nation. We want America to survive. And that is the entire impetus of everything that we do on the America Out Loud network. So please join us and please spread the information far and wide so that we can overcome the battle for our nation. I would also encourage you, please, if you have not read my book, Unity Without Compromise, a biblical basis for Christian union, 
I think that you would tremendously benefit from it, not just in uh, learning the skills of suddenly interpreting scripture, but also in understanding God's principles for unity, because we can be unified, but be completely, totally wrong, or we can be unified based on truth, and truth belongs to God, every bit of the truth. The lies and deception belong to Satan and his minions, and therefore, we want to be ambassadors of Jesus Christ, ambassadors of the truth, and this book will help you to approach the Bible with a whole new perspective on how to do it justice. So getting back to my topic today, it's really important, I believe, to illuminate the present PSYOP plan that is being put forth to undermine the entire election process. What we need to do is illuminate the Trump-DeSantis PSYOP plan, because that is simply essential to an honest election. We all have a free vote, hopefully. We all must decide on who is the best man or woman to, to spearhead this country as president, to represent the people of the United States of America, and to remain forever faithful to our United States Constitution. If we fail in that, then we simply fail as a nation. And right now, we are facing an underlying attack. It is a battle for our mind. And the battle, I believe, is not being perceived clearly and thoroughly. Now, Ron DeSantis just threw in his, uh, his ticket for the 2024 presidential campaign. It is going to be, I think, pretty nasty. I think that there's going to be a lot of mudslinging. There's going to be a lot of um, power plays that are going to take place. And in the current, uh, the current milieu of psychological warfare and unrestricted warfare, you are going to be hit from every which way and not even realize that you are being manipulated, you are being played. And I'm not just talking about the Republican Party here or the America First movement, the MAGA movement. What I'm talking about is you're going to be played by both sides. Remember that there are people who aren't really that interested and concerned about saving America. If you talk to people and they're not worried or concerned about our southern border, for example, or about the manipulation of our children's minds uh, being totally brainwashed in schools, and now every medical, top medical institution and uh, some of the top physicians, uh, surgeons in America are saying that it is perfectly okay to genitally mutilate your children and to treat them with hormones so that they become sterile for the rest of their lives, uh, unable to reproduce. And that is what they want. So we've got to make some real 
significant choices here in choosing which way our country is going to go because the battle for our minds is going to lead to the destruction of every free state on the globe if America succumbs and crushes itself, implodes because we did not take a stand. So we are in this heavy battle for our country. And I hope you fully appreciate that. Now let's ask the question, how do Ron DeSantis endorsements compare to Donald Trump's? Well, let's just review what I've discussed in the first part of this program. First of all, Ron DeSantis has absolutely no U.S. senators supporting him currently. Now, I think that's going to change. I really think it is going to change um, uh, very soon. Uh, I think he's going to get sponsors from both uh, the House and the Senate, but it's going to be very interesting um, how this sorts out. But currently, he has no U.S. senators who are throwing their support behind DeSantis, And um, even though DeSantis has 99 out of of 113 Republican Florida House supporters, he lacks congressional supporters from the House of Representatives. Currently, he has only five. And that is very significant because Donald Trump currently has 11 U.S. senator endorsements. And these are significant senators. These are the movers, the shakers who are getting things done right now in Congress. And Donald Trump has over 50 House of Representatives uh, endorsers right now. So he's in really good shape. And the question that we have to ask, because I I don't want to play the numbers game. I don't care about that, because we know that when push comes to shove, uh, the election process is going to proceed. And there are a whole lot of questions about how things will turn out and why they will turn out the way that they will. But just looking right now, I think that we have to really ask ourselves, um, who does Donald Trump represent and who does Ron DeSantis represent? Now, I'm, I'm not trying to sway you one way or another, but I am absolutely not trying to hide from you my personal opinion, and I'm explaining why I have the opinion that I do. We have to ask who are the America First team, because that's who Donald Trump represents. Donald Trump represents the American people. And um, what we see is when you look at the supporters behind each of these candidates for presidency, what I see is the support of the people who want freedom, who want freedom of religion, who want freedom for normal people to thrive. And that means the the family, the normal family of a mother and a father having responsibility to raise their children in the best way that they see fit. Okay, these are the type of people that are backing Donald Trump. They are pro-American. They are pro-Constitution. They are opposed to all kinds of sexual perversion. They are opposed to drugs infiltrating our country. They are opposed to human trafficking. They are opposed to all sorts of 
corruption uh, with regard to politics, with regard to the economy, with regard to foreign relations. They oppose the CCP. They oppose Iran, Iraq, and all of the uh, anti-Christian, anti-American uh, ideas that we that have made America such a great nation in the first place. What Ron DeSantis has backing him is a whole bunch of big money people, people who are influential solely because of their money. And that worries me. That does concern me. The America First team is just what it claims to be. Let's make America great again. And we can only do that by making it free again. One nation under God, putting our trust in God, that will make us great again. And that is what Donald Trump is pushing. Donald Trump receives all of his support from patriots who love their country. That makes me feel good. Who is Ron DeSantis? Uh, there's one uh, man who recently spoke on Steve Bannon. He said Raheem Kassam, he calls uh, DeSantis the bell of the billionaire's ball. And that's what appears to be shaping up right now. Ron DeSantis is going to make a lot of money in this campaign because he is being wooed by the big money rollers, by the people who want to influence the world and influence you and I based on the power of their money. That concerns me because we have seen every single time where this goes. How many times have you heard the statement, just follow the money, right? Um, that is very concerning. And when I hear George Soros and others including the leftists, the progressives, who are saying that DeSantis is going to be a strong running mate. We have to fear DeSantis. Then um, I really have to step back and say, why are they telling us this? It's because they want us to believe that DeSantis is going to be the guy to oppose the next puppet that will likely be elected to America if we do not get a hold of election integrity. And I'm fearful. I am fearful that we will make an irrational choice simply because we have been deceived. And we need to recognize that the first and the foremost lesson in not becoming a casualty of this unrestricted warfare that seeks to overthrow America and introduce a one world government, the first and foremost lesson is this. Reality is heavily camouflaged. It's hard to find what's really happening. It's hard to discern what's really going on because everything seems like a manipulative game that is being played in your mind. We have the, the, the burden of trying to deal with artificial intelligence, which is so very powerful because we can be manipulated without even being aware of it, unless we educate ourselves on AI, artificial intelligence. We have wealthy globalist actors who are influencing now every aspect of our lives. And 
Let's remember what Yuval Noah Harari said. This is the right-hand man of Klaus Schwab with the World Economic Forum. Remember that he called us hackable animals. Now that he's trying to make that sound like a scientific statement, but it is not. It is purely psychological warfare because we have to realize that we are hackable only if we allow them to hack our brains. But we have control over that. Remember that Harari himself belongs to the same human race as everyone else, only he is much weaker of mind. This guy is godless, he is scienceless, he is physically and mentally weak. He is sexually perverted, he has no ethic, no moral values. In fact, Harari's only real strength is in conniving evil and in deception. He is a liar straight from hell. He serves Satan. And that makes him very weak in the end, and we know that he will be destroyed in the end, unless he repents. But that's his choice. But because of the the likes of Yuval Noah Harari, because of the likes of Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, and all the other dirty little actors who are now influencing us, and this includes the FBI, it includes the CIA, it includes the Uniparty, the president, who is not really our president. Um, and that's a, a discussion for another time to, to focus on the latest on that. But what we really need to understand is that reality is heavily camouflaged. And therefore, we must become very, very skilled at reading between the lines connecting the dots and assembling all of the puzzle pieces so that we can actually get a clear picture of reality. I mean, that's important. And unless we do that, we are going to be duped. We are going to just buy right into what they are hoping we will believe and we will be led down their primrose path without them even uh, making us aware of what they're doing. We can so easily be deceived. And let's remember that the Bible says that uh, imposters, that deceivers, false teachers, false prophets, they will increase evermore. They will become more powerful, more deceptive. And so we need to become more discerning. And this is why I push reading the Bible so much on my programs, because that is the only real way that you can get a foundation for you so that you will be established in the truth. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, it says in Proverbs uh, 1.7. So we need to remember that. And everything that we say and do must bring reality into a more clear focus. And we do this by discerning the truth and then by speaking the truth and spreading it far and wide. And the spreading of the truth in this day and age takes an awful lot of courage. Everybody is afraid of ending up in prison and jail, killed or otherwise um, canceled, if you will, censored, canceled made uh, null in the effect that you might have in the world. And that is taking place. But let me tell you, God can do great things 
for people with people who are willing to do his bidding. And I would encourage you to do that. And it starts with praying for wisdom from God. In the book of James, chapter one, verse five, we are told by James, the half-brother of Jesus, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Now, there's a promise that if any of us lacks wisdom, and trust me, I lack wisdom. I acknowledge that. I never feel like I have enough wisdom. And remember that there are two kinds of wisdom. There is uh, worldly wisdom and there is godly wisdom. And the worldly wisdom uh, is simply being wise in evil. Um, and you don't want that kind of wisdom. You want to be naive in doing evil, but not naive in discerning and exposing evil. That's a totally different thing. And being able to do that requires a godly type of wisdom. So um, I pray for wisdom daily and ask God to please just give me the right words, give me the right actions, correct me when I'm wrong. And that's a hard one because we, we are none of us perfect and we make mistakes. And what we want to do is minimize them. And especially when we are out there in the world trying to speak the truth. But we have to ask, how does the globalist oligarchy really work? And it's very hard to know that because um, nothing on their side is ever investigated. You know, I have made some claims that I, I personally believe that Barack Obama is the chief puppeteer. But um, what evidence do we have in that? Well, we have a lot of supportive evidence to suggest it. But if Barack Obama is never going to be investigated, then how will we know uh, proof positive. You see, all their violations are ignored, and they are swept under the rug, and the, the violations, the law-breaking, is reduced to insignificance by distractions, and we need to recognize that. Can you imagine what would happen if the FBI actually searched Obama's residence with diligence and integrity? Can you imagine what evidence they would find? It would be incredible, but no, that is all hidden there is more camouflage there than we ever would hope to see. There will be no indictments. There will be uh, ongoing treason by Barack Obama because, as he believes, he will likely go free and die a free man to do his evil to destroy America. And this kind of corruption, of course, leads to unabated crimes that are being committed on our own soil with immunity for the chief criminals. And so conspiracies, actual conspiracies, are very much alive and well. And let's face it, in this 2024 election campaign, um, what do the, the Democrats really have to offer? They have absolutely nothing. They don't even have a candidate to throw forth. They'll find another puppet. They will choose some kind of a puppet, but it may likely be Obama's fourth term serving as president, making all the decisions. We don't know for sure, but it's worth investigating and it's worth digging into. But the Dems have nothing to offer but support for a globalist takeover of America. And this is their raison d'etre. This is the reason why they exist. And that is their only goal, overthrow America. They will lie, they will cheat, steal, and kill to achieve it. Nothing is beyond them. The end 
justifies every and all means that they pursue to destroy America. And since they have no other agenda and cannot speak openly about their agenda, and I just cite as examples Mayorkas, Yellen, Chris Ray, uh, they have nothing positive to campaign on. And so their campaign is all about death and destruction. That's it. So obviously, they are going to attack the other side, manipulate us any way that they can. And that is why we must question, analyze, and decipher everything that they say and do. Otherwise, we will become a victim. So there's another big question that remains, and it is the greatest concern of mine, and that is, will we actually have an election in 2024? Remember that the leftists, the globalists, are again planning to steal the election. We know that. It's a given, and they will be ever more refined than they were in 2016, 2018, 2020, and 2022. So uh, the question is for us is, can we muster effective countermeasures so that we do have an election? And if we're going to have countermeasures, what does this entail? Well, we know that we need paper ballots. We need positive identification. We need in-person voting. And we need to stop illegals from voting. Remember, um, we, we've got to do some things and accomplish some things that, frankly, I don't think are going to get done. I don't think we will get paper ballots or positive ID. We need to take every measure possible to eliminate foreign election interference through Dominion, the CCP, all these social media platforms, um, the influences, as I've been talking about today, they are manipulating us to to help us to elect a certain candidate that they believe can be controlled or destroyed. They fear Donald Trump. So assuming that we do have an election in 2024, we are going to um, have to decide between Trump and DeSantis. And that battle is now moving forward. So we need to pay very close attention to all that happens on both sides. We have to keep in mind the forefront of our minds is that our goal is to save and restore America. Please keep that in focus. It's hard to do, but we also must put aside personality traits, outward appearance, and focus on character, the inner making of men. First Samuel 16, 7 says, for the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And that's what we have to strive to do. Look at the heart. Look at the character. What are they all about? And then look at their track record. What have they done? Now, both Trump and DeSantis have made some good decisions, have accomplished some good things. Um, and they have made other decisions that have been deemed unfavorable, and most of these are COVID-related. But both have very strong egos. Both uh, have enough testosterone uh, to make them uh, a victim of the frail ego syndrome, that, and that's a male ego syndrome, okay? Testosterone does that. It makes us insecure, and so we got to defend ourselves, but we have ways, different ways of doing that. And 
um, just recognize that that's a product of male hormone, testosterone. But what we see is what we get. So look very closely. You will see uh, Trump and DeSantis punching and counter punching. Uh, Trump will do it in New York fashion. He won't pull in any punches. He'll say what's on his mind. DeSantis will be, well, you decide, will he be more politically correct or will be he be more refined? Okay. But nonetheless, what will he accomplish? How will he get his digs in? I assure you, he will do it as he already has done it. And when he does it in subversive ways, in ways that are more hidden, then it's hard to get at the truth of what he's doing. With Donald Trump, there's never a question. And so please pray for wisdom. Please discern the psychological operations that are taking place in your brain, especially as it pertains to this presidential campaign. If we do that, we're going to make the right choice. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip. Until next week, adieu.